Hello and welcome to Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Meddahl, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWBB. Make sure you're listening to all the incredible Lockdown Women's Basketball hosts, people like Eric Ayala, Amy Aldebar, Karina Mustafa. You cannot go wrong with Lockdown Women's Basketball. Lockdown Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. I'm here with an update. Uh, Grandma Myrna has objected to my characterization of her as a picky eater. So she likes quite a lot of things. Uh, didn't name a lot of them when I asked, um, but it's important to note because even if you're not a picky eater, Built Bar, which is her favorite, is going to be yours as well. Nine delicious flavors from coconut to coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, peanut butter, brownie, salted caramel. You got to understand Built Bar, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only four grams net carbs. So it's something for your picky eater, for your not so picky eater. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your first order. Picky eaters, not picky eaters, doesn't matter. Eat your Built Bars, tell them Grandma Marina sent you. Well, it's Friday, ahead of a weekend, and it's some needed rest time coming up soon, though not quite this weekend, if they face the Atlanta Dream, for the New York Liberty. I had the chance to see the New York Liberty in person again last night, the second bad loss <clears throat> to the Chicago Sky, who are dominant right now. In three days. Wipe the floor with them. And I think it's important to understand what that means and what it doesn't mean. Okay? The New York Liberty got off to a really good start. Some people thought it might be a fluke. I don't believe it was a fluke at all. It was powered by three-point shooting from some of the league's best three-point shooters. Sammy Whitcomb is not a fluke. Ben Laney is not a fluke. Sabrina Ionescu is not a fluke. This is a skilled shooting team that was playing fast and was finding each other. There was a connectedness. That was the word they used. And by the way, that's the word they used in good times. That's the word they used in bad times last night. Why do I flag that? Because I've been covering sports for a long time, especially basketball. And when you hear the same vocabulary out of players and coaches alike, that is a sign that the players and coach are on the same wavelength. And it matters whether a losing streak becomes a season-long problem or not. Walt Hopkins uses that phrase all the time, and we were hearing Sammy Whitcomb use that last night. So this is not a team where the coaches lost the locker room, not a team that is suffering from anything other than a limitation in personnel. And we know that pretty definitively. And look, 
They did not have Natasha Howard for much of that early winning streak, but Natasha Howard's back practicing. Eagle-eyed Jackie Powell saw that this week. So seeing Natasha Howard on the Sooner side sounds like a real possibility. But Sabrina Ionescu is the difference between the early and the current New York Liberty results. Sabrina Ionescu was far healthier early on this year, able to play a full load, and where she is now. We're just going to talk about the numbers. This is what Sabrina did in her first seven games. First seven games. 16.1 points per game, 7.1 assists, 6.6 rebounds. She was playing 34.2 minutes. There were not minutes for a backup point card. How Laser Clarendon ended up not on that team anymore. She shot 39% overall from the field, but even that's misleading, misleadingly low. She's at 45.5% in that time from three and 87.9% from the free throw line. <clears throat> Put another way, she was dead into the line frequently. More than half her attempts were from beyond the arc, and she was making them at an elevated rate. It was star-level performance before you even get into where the assist came, the fact that she was finding her teammates on the floor, in their sweet spots, where they need to be. Listen to these jaw-dropping numbers. This is all together now, including that seven-game start, and she's only played 13 games total. This is Sabrina Inescu for the year. 10.8 points per game. 35.3% from three, 28.3% from two, 28.3% from two, only getting to the line now 3.5 attempts per game. The assists are down to 6.2, the rebounds are down to 5.9. No, Sabrina Ionescu did not forget how to play basketball. Sabrina Ionescu is fighting ankle tendonitis. Whether the Liberty are better off letting her rest and recuperate or trying to get the best they can out of her is not for me to say. And to be frank, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. These are not throw caution to the wind individuals, Walt Hopkins and Jonathan Cole. And there is a break coming up. So you'll hear about it. I, I talked to Walt about this last night. I asked him about whether this is a season-long thing or not, and the answer is they don't really know. But it is a godsend that the New York Liberty have this break coming up. Because, and this should not be particularly surprising or controversial, Sabrina Ionescu is the key to this franchise. There are a lot of fantastically talented, important players on this team. I wrote a piece of 538 this week where I pointed out that I think both Benigel Aney and Sammy Whitcomb ought to be on the WNBA All-Star team. Kylie Shook is really coming into her own. And Rebecca Allen is always talented. I mean, they just go up and down the roster. Dee Dee Richards is really holding her own as a rookie, and Michaela Onyewera has a chance to be Rookie of the Year. But this team sinks or swims with Sabrina Inesco. They were built that way. This is not a surprise. She is... An iconically talented player. 
the league needs Sabrina Ionescu to be back and healthy. And the New York Liberty need her very much. And so that fast start has bought them a little time, a little struggle right now has not placed them out of the race, far from it. We've got two weeks for them to weather, and then we'll see where they are after a break at full strength. They're a dangerous team, but it, it breaks your heart. It breaks my heart. I'm going to discover Sabrina and Esprit since her freshman year of college. Because she is not herself right now, and that is a loss for basketball. Almost as big as Elena Deladon not playing at all this year. Anyway, hear from Walt. I talked to him about it. Talked to Sammy Whitcomb, who pulled no punches. She never does. Get well soon, Sabrina Inescu. The basketball world needs you. I'm Howard Megdahl, and this is Locked On Women's Basketball. Point in the season, it's time to do some reevaluation, go back to the drawing board, or do you think there's at least been some progress um, that you've been seeing that you're not totally freaked out? We, we can't hear you. Okay, Coach, we're having a, a hard time hearing you. Brian, can you adjust speaker? Sarah didn't hear your answer, so if you don't mind just giving it again. How we play, we need to get better. Miles, I'm still not catching any of this. I'm just gonna re I'm gonna rely on the recording afterward. Miles Early. Hey, Coach, can you hear me? Yep. Uh, at halftime, Michaela Onyanwede was one of ten, and she had four or five left-handed uh, layups to rim out. To start the second half, I noticed she shifted over to the right side and immediately drove and, and finished a few and ended with 16 points on four of six shooting in that second half. Just how impressed were you with her perseverance tonight, and how can she build on that performance going forward? I really think she did a good job being aggressive. Um, one of her lingering issues is getting the two feet. And when she goes off the two feet, she tends to draw fouls, tends to finish better. Uh, she's had a habit for a, for a while now, going off one foot at something to work on quite a bit. And, um, I was really happy with the way that she attacked. Uh, she got into the paint, you know, at will. And uh, she just struggled to finish. But... Um, I think it's definitely something to build on that she sees how effective she can be when she attacks the rim. Thank you. And in the first quarter, um, both teams got off to a slow shooting start. It was about 10 to 8, 7 minutes in, and Chicago called a timeout. And after that break, they became, they began to leak out in transition and get some easy layups. What were you seeing? And that kind of got them into the rhythm offensively. 
what were you seeing in the transition game? And, and that seemed to slow down in the second half. Did you talk about it at halftime? Uh, they, they really came out and, and the, the issue, the, the thing that we talked about the most, uh, is execution. And our energy, while it did, there were lapses, um, similar to last game. You know, we came out doing the things that we needed to do and hit shots. And um, I don't know that I don't know that it got to us mentally or or what. But then the blows the kind of started to fall off defensively again. It's really exactly what happened last game. Um, so that's why I say the the execution of what we do is really slipped. I mean, Chicago ran our inbounds play on us times got layups and you know we've been running that inbounds play all year and haven't set a proper back screen um it's it's stuff like that that we talk about that are that's frustrating our our execution is not up to par with our energy and our and our want to um i think it's a good problem to have when you don't have a group you have to implore to play hard but it's frustrating um to address the same things and and not have them improve consistently. And so uh, I don't say that I'm frustrated with them. I think we're all frustrated um, because I, I know that they're doing the work and it hasn't translated yet. So um, what you have to do is stay the course. Um, they've shown that they're capable of playing this way uh, and, and being really successful on, on both ends of the floor, I just think. Get a little low here, and we're going to continue to address it and do what we can. Thank you so much. Howard Bigdo. Hey, Walt. Um, I've got a couple for you, if I could. Um, obviously, early on in the season, when you guys were getting the shots where and when you wanted them, uh, Sabrina was playing considerably more than she's been able to recently. I just wonder how much you think Sabrina's relative limits have played a part in how often you're able to get the shots you're looking to get? Um, I thought we generated really the, the exact wide open point shots we wanted early on in this game. And, you know, like I always say, I have to go back and watch the film uh, different live than it is when, when you look at the film. But um, I didn't think these last couple of games generating good looks for us was an issue. Mm -hmm. Um Against LA, definitely the pressure, you know, made it hard for us and kind of found a way, but, um, I, I don't know how much, uh, that's affected our ability to, to create good shots. That obviously she has a proclivity for creating shots for other people and, um, it's something she's very good at, but, uh, I think that we've done a pretty good job of that, um, you know, in spite of the, the challenges she's had. Well, so I, I guess related to that, then, I'm curious in what ways you do see her reduced minutes changing what you're able to do. And, and, and I guess also, obviously, she's been playing reduced minutes. You've talked about having to manage her minutes. Is there an understanding from the doctors that there's a pathway to getting back to her minutes that she was playing at the start of the year? Or is this something you expect to have to kind of manage with her for the rest of the season? Um. You know, it's, it's hard for me to say, to be honest. I, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go after the Olympic break. I think that rest 
back into that rest is going to be really, really good for her. Um, no, and, and as it stands right now, it's a really tricky balance of trying to win games, trying to keep her in shape, chemistry, um, you know, with her on the court. And, and when she's not on the court, creating chemistry with other groups and other combinations. Um, but, you know, while, while she's struggling with this offensively, it's just difficult. Um, in particular, you know, she's so gifted offensively that she can kind of get by on one leg, but defensively, I mean, I don't think the player in the league can get by with that. So, um, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about and continue to work on is, you know, are there ways uh, that she can navigate screens and, and, you know, different defensive assignments that allow her to, uh, I guess, just handle, um, you know, the, the pain and, uh, the ability to really burst off that leg. And, and I know she's given us everything she can. She's just a warrior. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's also a challenge on our end to, to balance, you know, the, the minutes and, and, you know, getting people in there who, you know, might not be um, as creative offensively, but who are more solid right now defensively. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's challenging. Thanks, Walt. Appreciate it. Jeff Magliocetti. Coach, thank you for joining us. What can you say about the way Dee Dee Richards responded to extended opportunities tonight? And what did you think of your team's fight overall in the second half, a half you won by a 41-36 final? Um, yeah, I thought, I thought we fought. I mean, they fight. This group fights. They really do. Um, they're fun. They're fun to work with. They're fun to coach. Um, Dee Dee was really good as she has been all year. Uh, you know, she's one of those people who stays ready, uh, whenever she's called on. And it's impressive. You know, I know that anybody's been in, in a situation where, you know, sometimes you don't play, sometimes you play 25 minutes, um, and everything in between. It's hard to stay ready and, and stay, um, Continue to be effective and, and continue to be enthusiastic and, and support your teammates. She's just brilliant in that way. So, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought Deke did a lot of good things tonight. And I'm excited to go back and look at the film and then show her all the good things that she's building on. What was your message to the team in the halftime locker room after things didn't go your way in the second half? After a promising start where you get Chicago in the foul trouble with five fouls, all of which go to the line. So, what'd you tell your team in the halftime locker room? Um, you know, it's, it was really an acknowledgement of frustration that we're capable of, of being much better than we were. Um, not making shots is one thing, but you can continue to, to get stops on the other end. You can continue to stick to your defensive principles, I think. Um, you know, if you watched our team early, I thought we were much more uh, locked in on, on doing the things that we needed to do. Um, consistently, and and now we we continue to kind of take liberties um, with how we guard, and and you know we, there's more switching and there's more kind of ad living on the defensive end, and um, I, I I don't think that's helped us. So I think getting back to consistent um, principles defensively is going to help. Appreciate your time and insight, Coach. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Next up, we have Sammy Whitcomb.
Jackie Powell. Hey, Sammy. Thanks for and, being um, with us tonight. Um, so Coach Hopkins has spoken a bit about how the defense has been ad-libbing um, and going away from uh... – can you hear me now? I can just hear you now. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, so sorry about that. Um, so Coach Hopkins uh, spoke to us about how the defense has maybe been ad-libbing and going away from your principles a bit. Why do you think that's been happening in these past couple of games? Um, I think it's focusing for us probably. Uh, and I think, um, you know, when we don't get maybe a few stops in a row, we I, I call it going rogue. If someone does something. I think we do it with the right intentions, but obviously it takes everybody else out of what we're doing. We're not prepared for that. Sometimes it creates open looks for the team. So, um absolutely someone that has done that um i don't know it's one of those things that we just you know we're trying to do and not not get confused not get um too aggressive or too excited in different in different sessions and if if the coverage is not to double we can't just randomly double and if the coverage is we have to make sure we're there and that's been a really big issue for us um, even even in la honestly but certainly these last Right. And so what what is the difference that you've seen or what are some of the differences that you've seen in this team now versus how you all started the season? Um, I would say I feel like we're we're just not all on the same page. I feel like when we started the season, we were very connected and it was almost surprising together. But I thought that connectedness really um it made up for a lot of, you know, errors and things that we were doing. You know, it's not like we were playing perfectly, but we were working really hard and we were together and we were talking. And like I said, we were very connected. So it felt like, you know, even if someone messed up, we had each other's back. Um, I just, yeah, I think we're missing that right now. And I don't think it's, again, it's it's a focus thing. It's a, we're all frustrated, obviously, losing. Um, and we just have to get past that. And we have to do that together and we have to figure out how to do that together. Thanks so much, Sammy. I appreciate it. Cortland Griffin. How you doing, Sammy? Cortland Griffin with a three-point conversion. <clears throat> Didi came in for a stretch. Can you hear me? Okay. Didi came in for a stretch, and she seemed to give you guys a spark. Um, she got the early steal, uh, made a couple of bu- uh, made a bucket. What can you say and what can you speak on uh, her and all season? Like, she's done really good things when she's been in the game. Can you speak on her? Yeah, I mean, it is it is what TD does, and I think you know, we continue to say that. And obviously, um, you know, there's just it's just different opportunities, different games that she's able to get those um, minutes. But she, every single time, capitalizes on them. She makes most of them. She makes far. It's um, – you know, it's 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 her style, it's her DNA, and how she how she plays. She works hard. She's smart. She's got great hands. She's athletic. Um, she's game, game really well. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's 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 inspiring to us, but it's also you know we we can't we can't rely on her coming in these games. You know, when we're down like that, so we need to do that, and then we need to have her come in and continue to do that. And I felt like you know that was the difference early on as well. We start the game that way. She'd come in. The group that would come in second, they would all do that. It would just continue to lift us. And now I feel like we're not starting that way, and we're trying to have you know, and Jazz and players come in and 
get us going. And it's just, yeah, it needs to start with that first door. But Dee's fantastic. Um, I'm never worried that she's ready or not ready. I know she'll be ready, and I know she'll make money. And as a veteran on the team, you guys going into Atlanta on Saturday, uh, what what do you what do you think uh, would be a key for you guys to bounce back after these two tough losses? Talking, defense. Look, we missed shots for sure, but we didn't get stops. Um, I don't think we executed at all, at all, and that's part of the missing shots. Um, I think for us, so execution on both sides of the floor. And it's, I mean, it's a focus thing. You know, we work hard, but it's a focus thing, and we have to be locked in, and we're not. So it's 100% in our hands, for sure. Thank you, Sammy. Howard McDowell. Hey, Sammy. So, obviously, you've experienced what it is to lose your floor leader, in Seattle with Sue and have find ways to overcome that. Obviously it's a little bit different because Sabrina's playing, but you're not getting as much of her as obviously you were earlier in the season. I just, I'm wondering if there are some lessons and takeaways from going through that in Seattle that you can bring here and whether having a floor leader who's kind of compromised in this way affects the connectedness, as you put it, on the offensive end. Yeah. I mean, it's that, you know, next man, that mentality. I thought we did a good job of that. Like, Sav's obviously not someone that you can replace with one player. It's the everybody has to do more. Everybody has to step up. Um, and it's not it's not that we're never doing that or we're not doing that. We're just not doing that with consistency. And obviously, you know, we get Sav back now, and she's working her way back in, and that's awesome. But we have to continue to have that mentality. We have to continue to each of us do more and do, do our parts as well. Um Obviously, it's never easy, and, you know, that could perhaps speak to some of that disconnectivity, um, you know, that's different from that beginning stages. But uh, I don't think it's – I don't think we can blame it on that. I think it's other things. I think, you know, it's not um, it's not one thing like that. I think it's a few things. And I think we have to, like I said, we have to sort of um, all of us come together individually, collectively, and work through this. Um, you know, there's still, still a long season, but we have to work this out. There's no, you know – there's no magic word. There's no magic anything. Like, we've, we've got to figure this out. And I guess the flip side of from a few weeks ago, given that you know up and down this roster people are capable of hitting shots, you look at a box score with a four for 25 from three and just uh, are able to more easily shrug it off, given uh, the personnel on this team. Am I able to easily shrug it off? No. Um because, like I said, we are capable of making those shots, but we're not executing. So yes, we're getting shots, and some of them are some of them are good shots, but um, not all of them are within what we're trying to do. And I think it, we also are missing a lot of um, you know at the rim ones too, and we're turning the ball over way too much. Um, so no, obviously, you know you you can you can shake off uh, a four for whatever a bad night in a close game where you're locked in defensively and you play defense, you can, you can accept that then. I don't think it's fair to accept this kind of a shooting night and then a 20 point loss, a 30 point, like that's, that's not okay. So you can, you can have a bad shooting night. You can't not show up defensively as well. Thanks, Sam. We appreciate it. Thank you. Sarah Valenzuela. Hey, Sammy. Sorry. It's been a while for me. Um, 
in the middle of the second quarter, as you were jogging back to, um, as you were jogging across the court, it kind of looked like you were in a little bit of pain. I was wondering if that was just regular, like in the middle of the game exhaustion, or are you feeling anything? Um, like, is there, is there something wrong? No, nothing wrong. I mean, it's probably just, uh, yeah, nothing. Okay. Thank you. Miles Ehrlich. Hi, Sammy. Uh, following up a little bit on, on Howard, in that first quarter, you had about four threes that hit the rim twice and rimmed out and just didn't fall. Uh, and after that, the team as a whole started to attack more in the second half. Was that in response to just those shots not falling and as a way to try to spark you and get back into the game by getting to the rim? I mean, yes and no. Um, I mean, we still want to take those shots. They're good shots. You know, for us, we always say that the numbers will sort of even out. Obviously, they didn't. But we do want to take the shots when they're open, when they're good looks. Um, I think it was more like we had that advantage well to the rim, and we needed to exploit them. They were switching. We had bigs on smalls, smalls on bigs, and to take advantage of that and, and not settle for outside shots. I think we started to a little bit settle. So I thought that that was just in response to how they were defending us. We were playing a little bit smarter, a little bit with more intention how we were doing things, and I thought we had success with that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we probably needed to do it sooner. Um, but, like I said, that's a focus thing, too. We just weren't we weren't poised and patient enough to always see those mismatches, unfortunately. Yeah, I thought we had success. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sammy. Next up, we have Kylie Schiff. 